Inconceivable, a game of nerdery and nonsense, trivia and tribulations. So here he is, the king of pop, the queen of the Nile, the jack of all trades, the ace in the pocket, a true card, a joker who knows a great deal about everything, Dan Morin. Thank you, Lex Friedman. Welcome to Inconceivable, a game that tests two teams' knowledge of the nerdy, useless, and obscure. To my right is Team One. He's a font of all knowledge, Glenn Fleischman. I am present. <laughs> She's well-versed in the classics. It's Shelley Brisbane. I'm expecting presents. And he's always got the lowdown definition, Steve Lutz. Uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I was listening to the Led Zeppelin album, Presents. <laughs> Who among this team of luminaries will captain? God help us. Glenn's going to do it. Oh, no. oh, we forced him to oh, do it. Good. He totally didn't want to, but we forced him. Did I step forward or did they step backwards? You'll never know. It's always a question. To my left is Team 2. When she's playing, we know we'll have a wheelie good time. Kathy Campbell. <laughs> That's terrible. Just like my answers for this game. Yay. He's well versed in movies. Monty Ashley. <laughs> uh, hi, it's me, Monty. And she's only here because she thought the round two was a bake-off round. It's Annette Weirstra. Oh, I just finished baking in time for this. I'm ready. I hope you brought enough to share with I did, the whole. Obviously, excellent, oh, yay, fantastic. Yay. Who will captain Team Two on this occasion? Well, it's a me. very. Um, okay. I am drunk with power since I'm a director already of another podcast. Uh, That's a I'm lot. Captain, yeah. Okay, Captain Captain Weirstrup. Captain Director. Captain Director. <laughs> As a reminder, our game is played in five rounds. Correct answers are worth ten points, with partial credit decided by me and our scorekeeper Lex. <laughs> Round one is a game we're calling Sobriquet, so bought it. Sobriquet, Sobriquet, so bought. I'm, I'm going to get it. It's going to happen. <laughs> this I is going to be great. Is, is this all still the name? Sobriquet. Sobriquet, so bought sobriquets. it. Okay. Long sobriquets are a staple of much genre work. I'm going to give you a series of titles for a character one by one. Mm. If you can identify the character after the first title, you get the full 10 points. Each additional title I give you will cost you around two points. Some of these have a few more than work in ten, so we'll be a we'll be a little loose with it. But basically, the more titles you need, the fewer points you get. We're going to start with Glenn, Prince of Stories. Oh, oh, uh, have my teammates read uh, Neil Gaiman's? Yeah, I'm going to um... stop you right there, Glenn. Exactly. <laughs> also stopping. Have my teammates read. <laughs> Dan, if I give a wrong answer, then this I'll just go is on to over, the next one. Right? Yeah, no, right, I'll just go. Uh, to... Oh, you. Oh, I get multiple choices. Yep. Um, yep. Teammates, I think I'm going to go with uh, uh, Dream of the uh, Blue Turtles. You know what's <laughs> the Turtles? I'm going to go with Dream. Jamie? <laughs> Sorry, Dream from the Sandman series. Wow, Dream of the Sandman series. That's a great guess. And it's correct. Oh, well oh, done. Hooray. You did You'll not go. need Lord of the Dream World, Monarch of the Sleeping Marches, His Darkness, Dream of the Endless. Well done. Cool. All right. We'll go over wow. to the other We've side. Got no We've pressure. got points. We've got points. <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> uh -huh. your first title for this individual is Clue Finder. There's so many different places this could go. Team? Please feel free at any time from now into the future. Well, it just makes me think detective, but that's like super, super broad, and there's a lot of detectives. It would need to be a fantasy detective, right? right? Fantasy detective. Right. Hold on, I've got a pitch. 
<laughs> or like a sword, a sword called Clue Finder would be really cool. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. I like that. Oh man. All right. These are writing if only I was an author, that that would be a really good idea, but I am not. And I think uh should be like my only thing in my brain is like Agatha Christie, but that's not a fantasy or like sci-fi or anything. So maybe we should go for another title. Uh, well, we get a free guess. Yeah. So oh, I that's true. Throw okay, sure. Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie herself. Famous fictional character. Well, I was going to say suggest a detective, not the oh. author. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fine. What's what's the... Det- I don't know. Hercule Poirot. Yes. Hercule Poirot. A clue finder. Extraordinaire. No, it is not Hercule Poirot, but it's a good guess. To clue finder, add web cutter. What? Oh, this is... um. Bilbo. Baggins? Oh. oh, that Bilbo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, oh, he's uh, dancing around, singing at her cop and whatever, at that uh, those spiders that oh, grabbed everybody? I definitely, definitely totally have remember that. read the books. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's go with Bilbo Baggins. That is correct. Oh, wait, so what? Monty. Eight points you got on the second one. You did not need Ring Winner, Luck Wearer, He Who Walks Unseen, and Barrel Rider. Wow. Would, I would have that, gotten none eventually. of those would have helped me. Okay. I would not have. Those are the names of all the rides at Universal, too, right? <laughs> the, yes, the Lord of the Rings ride. That barrel riding scene made me sick when I watched the movies. I watched it in high frame rate. It was oh, weird. No. I, <laughs> those oh, movies oh, made oh. me sick. No, um, anyway, <laughs> moving, moving right along. Shelly, back around to you. Your first clue is a commander of the Order of the Gray Cloak. Oh. Hmm. This is a category with which I have... Well, let me put it this way. The fact that the last one was from Lord of the Rings probably exhausts my fantasy knowledge. <laughs> Team, help me. I, I, I don't, can't even has. I don't know where to go. Gray cloak. I mean, there's well, gray cloaks in Lord of the Rings, but we've done that already. So It's, it's not one of the many thousands of names of Gandalf that I remember from reading 70,000 pages of external, you know, I, uh, extra And I would be, think it would be unlikely that there would be another Lord of the Rings so yeah, would I, would I have given I the Lord know. of the Rings question to Glenn? He says, having hastily rearranged some things. No, of course yes. not. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Dan Moore. He's commander tricksy. of the Gray Cloak. Is that what it was? A commander, commander of the commander Order of the Gray Cloak. Commander of the Order. Yes, order. armies of a sort. So yeah, like who fights We're, in clothes? Oh. Oh, you know what? Could this be uh, a feint because we have Kathy on the show? So it could be a, a wing or a, a, I'm going to say ring wheel. That's not it. Feel <laughs> right. It's the ring wheel of disc, my favorite series. The new mashup Amazon has commissioned, uh, no offense, Lex. Oh, no offense, given. Not um, is it, is it, could it be a wheel of time thing? But we have to give a character, right? So that's the problem. Yeah, that's the wheel of time probably has characters. At least one. I don't know. It's that guy from if only time. I listen to enough podcasts, I'd know that. <laughs> I have listened to many, and I'm like, I'm blanking on every name of anybody. Me too. I'm, I'm, uh, what if you said, uh, <laughs> Anything I say is going to be offensive to Kathy. Any wheel of time character. I don't She's a very forgiving person. Maybe you I should am. say uh, Shania. I don't know. Shania, Shania Twain? From the Wheel of Twain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds You're right. The next one was Feels gray. Like a Natural Woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. I got, I got nothing. I'm sorry, Shelly. I... Uh... 
Steve? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, all I can think of is wars and wars of wizards, and I'm not sure. Wars of, oh. wizards. Wars of wizards. It could, it's not a Narnia thing. It doesn't sound familiar either. Right, there's there's <laughs> more, there's more titles Narnia. to be had if you'd like yeah. to throw it again. Yes. Why don't we yeah, pass just, on this and go for yeah, the Yeah, try for another you clue, throw, please. Not, no harm in throwing out a name. You got a name? Say, uh, 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 Reap a Cheap from uh, <laughs> Voyage of the Dawn. I like that. Great. Sure, love sure that guess. why not? Incorrect, but love it. Uh, oh, to a commander good. of the Order of the Grey Cloak, add sometime mortal champion of Queen Mab. Oh, oh, Queen oh. Mab. Well, Queen Mab is the queen of the I feel fairies. like that's a good clue. Doesn't help me, but I feel like it's a <laughs> um, great clue. Uh, thank, thank you, Shelley. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Does this have something to do with like a Midsummer Night's Dream or something? Yeah, isn't this Oberon? It could, or it could be Oberon, right? Because uh, Queen Mab is uh, Queen of the Fairies, isn't she? In, um, no, in some of the tellings. That's, oh, it's uh, Titania and Oberon. Titania. But... yeah. I thought Queen Mab is uh, appears in. Uh, well, I remember from the that. I don't know. The only thing I know Merlin's. Queen Mab from is Persona, so that's not going to help. Titania and Oberon are both in there too, though, so it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. Could it be Puck? No, that would be a weird. I was going to say that's not a Shakespeare thing. It's not like. Well, I remember Queen Mab is in the the Fairy Queen, isn't it? Isn't she called Queen Mab? But that's like Chaucerian or something. That's like the sixteen hundred. I'll give it to you. That's Edmund Spencer, but it's not this. Edmund Spencer, thank you. Oh, it's a hey, oh a clue. <laughs> yeah, that clue's not going to help Some, you. Let me tell yeah. you. Somehow, to our advantage, <laughs> knowing something from the seventeenth century, sixteenth uh, century, some sort of Queen of the Fairies type thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to say Oberon just to be on the? Uh, sure. Okay, sure. Oberon. It's a good uh, guess. I think you're you're circling closer, but you're not ooh, quite there yet. To a commander of the Order of the Grey Cloak and sometime mortal champion of Queen Mab, Ad Magus. Oh. Oh my God! Is, is she the one who teaches reference? Is this a gargoyle? <laughs> Magus Beacon, everybody. Well done. Well done. Just... This is the second podcast in a row I've been on where Mavis Beacon has come up. I want to be clear. It was me both times. <laughs> I have several references. She Mavis Beacon is having a moment. She's in her, our dreams. She's if the If you want to come weaver. on an old movie podcast tomorrow, Lex, you can talk about it again. Mavis Beacon explains she it all to movies? you. Um, I've, I've forgotten what the clue was. I, I really feel Magus. like I have been Magus. 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 Yeah. Magus. 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 Um, Magus are delicious. Magus? But, yeah. He was mortal. I said I was saying Oberon, I don't know. and Oberon um, doesn't work. Oh, the, you, the you sounded part of, like you had a, a burst of inspiration there, Glenn. Gar- I know that Dan likes the Gargoyles cart- animated series. It seems a little obscure for him to bring up as a question with lots of names, because there's a Magus in there, I think, but he'd already mentioned Queen Mab doesn't appear in Gargoyles, or I don't think anyone says they're Queen Mab. Um, well, I also got, said I we nothing. were circling the right area when we were talking um, about Oberon, Titania, Oberon. fairies and such. Oh, could it be? Uh, no, it's not Midsummer's Night Dream, though. We know that it's not from there. No, um, it's not. I don't think so. Because I'm thinking, who is who? So we need a mortal person with a with a gray cloak or Order of the Gray Cloak, who is a who has something to do with Magus. So is it Merlin? Ooh. Oh, hmm. Oh, that kind of sounds. I like that one. Oh, let's did I do just that. Lose let's it? go. Let's, let's say Merlin. Let's see if I lose it. Do it, Glenn. Do it. <laughs> Merlin. Well, it's it's well, I'm gonna do it because it's do my yeah, turn. Do it. Yes, turn. Merlin. Uh, another great, great guess. Oh! This is, I will fully admit, this is probably the hardest question in this round, I think. Oh, um, thanks. And I know the answer. Oh, Kathy oh, knows. Yeah, oh. Oh. All right. Oh. Time we go. To Magus, a commander of the Order of the Great Cloak, sometime mortal champion of Queen Mab, at Esquire of the Court of Queen Titania. Titania. Oh, see, we're back to Titania but then. It's more, but sometimes mortal. Wait, what was it? it was sometimes mortal? No, no, mortal. Sometime mortal champion of Queen Mab. Sometime mortal champion of Queen Mab. I thought it was mortal sometime champion, but it could be oh. a champion <laughs> who is sometimes mortal. Oh. 
Wait, was it Mortal Sometime or Sometime Mortal? It's Sometime, sometime Mortal Champion, mortal. but you could probably read it both ways. Are they Sometime the Mortal Champion or oh, are they sometime, sometime Mortal and the Champion? Sometime Mortal Champion. That my clues are non-specific on. Or Mortal Sometime Champion. Uh, I'm wow. Who is so? We need somebody. Uh, Court of Queen Titania. Oh, oh, is it? I think we are we really still in Midsummer's Night Dream and this is Bottom and she appoints him to roles when she's been obscured with his the love of him by uh by Oberon's little trick could that I be so I, it's I stopped listening when you said Bottom <laughs> Bottom <laughs> <laughs> well, Welcome back to my Shakespeare podcast everybody Shelly I'm going to suggest Bottom and that's the best thing Ooh, I got you should uh, <laughs> sure Pucker Bottom alright let's go Pucker with Bottom Pucker Bottom now we're really <laughs> Oh, oh, I didn't mean to activate the Steve. Yep. I can't really say didn't. that when Steve's here. All right. I, <laughs> I'm afraid we've gone through all of the options. None of them are correct, but I believe oh, no. Kathy on the other side has what is the it? answer. I well, do. she can keep it to herself. Point for Kathy. It's Harry Dresden. It is right? Harry Dresden oh. of the Dresden Files. Nice. I don't know I those knew books it at all. Is. Uh, you say things. I, those are words. I don't know what any of them mean, but that's okay. Is that the one with the zither music? Dan, is this one of your vampire detectives? <laughs> I mean, he's not my vampire detective. Yes, it is. I will say it was right. turned into a short-lived TV show starring Paul Blackthorne. Huh. But it is. There, there's also like 15 books in this series, so it's yeah, not exactly obscure. Yeah, there's a lot obscure. of them. Which I've heard this clearly about. is the only types of books that I know are ones that have a lot My favorite in book series. in the series is Look What the Cat Dressed In. That's a really good one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With that, we're moving on to the other side. Monty, the Dresdens of the uh, let's oh, start. Oh, I also sorry. I also wanted to say there are two thousand seven hundred eighty-three named characters in the Wheel of Time. So there's you know some options to choose from. But I couldn't remember slightly. like the top five. I couldn't remember like the top five. I but he knew, the he knew the bottom two thousand seven hundred and seventy-eight. <laughs> <Right. laughs> he just knew the bottom. I'm reading the books right. with that Dresden pun. I now fully appreciate why you've picked Lex Friedman to be your scorekeeper. Yeah, thank you. I like how we could hear you doing the math when you. Said two thousand seven hundred seventy-eight. <laughs> uh, it is always apparent when I'm doing that. That's a song from the Wheel of uh, Time. Rent. All right, Monty. Let's go to you and start with "Daughter of the Fifth House." Daughter of the Fifth House. Not the fourth, and nope. not the sixth. Right. Definitely Important. not the okay. second. Okay. So it's yeah. something with at least five houses in it. Uh huh. <laughs> it's the Game of and Thrones has houses, but it's right. Can- it has houses, but they're not numbered. Okay. Yeah. And isn't, like, the moon something, like, fifth? Like when the moon is in the seventh house? <laughs> that yeah. sounds sort of familiar. <laughs> I'm going to guess Hello Kitty. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hello Kitty is the good daughter answer, of the answer, third good house. Good answer. Good answer. Good guess. Incorrect. Uh, to daughter uh, of the fifth house. Add holder of the sacred chalice of Rix. How do you spell Rix? R I X X, because this is speculative okay. fictional characters. <laughs> Team, any uh, any idea who Rix uh, is from? Rix, no, I no, it doesn't ring a bell at all. Uh, I'm going to guess the daughter on Rix and Morty. <laughs> Ooh, nice. This is some quality Name guesswork over to be here. Hello Kitty. Also incorrect. I'm afraid. To huh. daughter of the fifth house and holder of the sacred chalice of Rix, add heir to the holy rings of Beta Z. Beta Z? Beta Z okay. means nothing to me. Okay, this. This sounds like some Farscape nonsense to me. <laughs> that, yes, that is and, something that I know exists. Anyone Same. know the name of someone on Farscape? Nope. nope. Mr. Scape? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, far.scape. Uh, we're going to say Ms. Far.scape. <laughs> I am afraid that is incorrect. Uh, and that so was close. the final title I had. Does anybody on the other side know this one? I got it. I, I, got it. I, had, I, I had a feeling Glenn might know this one. Well, actually, I'm, I believe it's Luxana Troy. That is not, correct. Oh, not, not, not Deanna, but It's Luxana. not no, Deanna. It's Luxana Troy from Star Trek Luxana Next Generation. Wa- uh, oh. Counselor Troy's mom, and she basically drops that entire intro every time that yeah. she appears on the show. <laughs> the one Fun other fact, I would have had a chance at. <laughs> on, one wow. episode, on one episode, she marries David Ogden Steers, whose parents were neighbors of my parents. <laughs> and oh, check off the Glenning part of the equation. Yeah. <laughs> it's always there. Checkmate. We don't get any points for that, do we? No. Nope. We get, we get points <laughs> we removed, get I believe. I know. Shut up, Glenn. All right. Up, Back kids. to the uh, team one. Uh, let's start go with... Steve. Go, Steve. Steve, General of the Ravenous Legions. Oh, crap. I was hoping for Master of Light and Shadow. <laughs> oh, my God. I was literally going to write that stand that that's one he should have included. <laughs> literally typing it to him now. That's that's the inspiration for this round, I'm sure. General of the, the, the Ravenous Legions? General of the Ravenous Legions. This sounds like a zombie thing. Or is it a hell thing? That's possible, too. Hellboy's too obscure, right? It wouldn't be... Oh, is it? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think anybody in there... It sounds like something you would say, like the first sobriquet of a list of things about someone de- demonic. Isn't as Hellboy to some like... sort of an, like he's kind of an outsider? He's not a... I don't know. Yeah, he gets Hellboy, plucked but... from, I think in the origin story, he's like plucked from through some portal by that professor. And people are screaming now, no, it's not a professor. He's a doctor of something. I don't know. Sorry. I can hear the screams in my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, you should get that, that checked out. From normal? <laughs> <That's> right, uh, <laughs> I assumed you live with those by now. That's right. Uh, general of the Rav- Okay. So, yeah. Um, but general. I, I assumed that Hellboy was kind of like an outsider type and wouldn't have been a general of any particular. Yeah, army. although. But Who's, so ravenous hordes? Where would you find rav? Where would you find ravenous, ravenous hordes? When you're in, in the need me, of some, yeah, Steve. When you're looking for ravenous hordes, where do you find them? In hell, zombies are good, but who's whether named is this zombies? Like a spawn thing? Or? Oh, or pre- not predator? That's the wrong <laughs> franchise. So I see one of those at a time usually. Um, uh, I, I got I nothing know. for you, Steve. Forget. Hellboy jumped jumped right into Glenn's screaming head. So let's. Uh... <laughs> Let's throw Hellboy out there. Fabulous guest. Incorrect. Two, General of the Ravenous Legions add Eater of Our Enemy's Flesh. Oh. See, back to uh, zombies. Wow. This one's also tricky, but it's good. Tricky? (laughs) I might say so myself. (laughs) If he says so himself, yes. I didn't come up with these. I mean, I can't put the questions. I didn't come up with the titles. Right. This doesn't sound very Stephen King or like Dark Tower. I know Dan likes Dark Tower, so it could be part of that. Always guessing what I like is a surefire. Yeah, I I thought Glenn's strategy was to see all the works of fiction that it could not be, and then he'll end up with the right one. No, no, I'm (laughs) for for Dan to go. There's only a couple, but I haven't read the Dark Tower stuff. Boy, zombies does sound. Steve, what you got there? I got nothing. I, (laughs) I mean, most of my zombie fiction involves zombies being kind of dumb and instinct based and wouldn't wouldn't who eats fall in under a general of any kind damn what was it eater of eater of our enemies flesh oh flesh excuse me happening gosh i got i got nothing for you steve i'm sorry i got nothing too well let's throw spawn out there then another good guess another incorrect guess to general of the ravenous legions and eater of our enemies flesh add the venerable monarch of pylea Oh, that should mean something. <laughs> sure should. <laughs> yeah, Dan, do it again and make it mean something. Pylea, that's really delicious, especially when you're feasting on your enemy's flesh. Uh, I had a bad case of Pylea once. It was not great. 
couldn't sit down for a week. Um, oh, I was thinking about Venom, but I don't think Venom has oh, like uh, from the Spider-Man thing. But I don't think uh, the Pylea. That makes me think of like dragon right dragons. So the ravenous legion eater of the enemy's flesh might be a, a metaphoric thing. Pylea might be like I a guess, game. Of, but is this maybe two, a Game of Thrones? Two of the thing? same metaphor. I mean, it still says zombies to me, but I just I know nothing yeah, about pi- Game of Thrones. But does anybody know if there's a Pylea no, in that? No, I don't. I have not. I have no exposure to that. I've never been exposed to Pylea, and I plan never to be. <laughs> I think we might be at a standstill. Do you want to say venom just because it's something? It's a word. It's a word. <laughs> sure. I like Hellboy spawn venom is like a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Frankenstein says. Let's say George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> These are all George R.R. <laughs> R. Martin's title. Uh, to the venerable monarch of Pylea, general oh, of the Ravelous Legions, eater of our enemy's flesh, add prelate of the sacrificial blood rites and sovereign proconsul of death. Oh, this is a vampire thing. You're, you're closer than you know. Is it just... Is it just Dracula? I feel like these were all just thrown into a name generator of some kind and, you know. Is it, I mean, is it just Count Dracula? I mean, that would be weird, but... Well, so what about uh, the Anne Rice thing? Oh. Um, interview mm. with a vampire. Oh, is it the... Um, Lestat. Yeah, say Lestat. That's I'm it. With you. I'm with you. Sure, let's say sure. Lestat. Another fantastic guess. I'm afraid not. Uh, no other titles remain. Does anybody out there know this one? <clears throat> is this going to be a Buffy thing? Is this going to end up being like... I thought oh, I the Steve, had you, but, had you but got there a bit earlier. I just just got there. <laughs> is it the master? It's it not is, the master, It's is not it? the master. It is actually... No, it's um, the main dude. Uh, Angel? It's not Dave Angel, Warren. but it is from the show, Angel. Oh, it's uh, from Series 5, right? From, uh, what's her fit? Gloria. Uh, you're close, but not quite there. It is Cordelia. Uh, oh, when she yeah. ends up, yeah. Good for her. She ends up in the hell dimension and ends up becoming oh. the ruler of Pylea. <laughs> No. Again, oh, from the Angel series. Okay. And Glenn, that was Glory. <laughs> oh, Glory. Sorry. Yeah. yeah ben right. is Glory. All right. And round this whole thing glory. out a net. Start with the great grandiose dictator for life. <laughs> oh, that's me. Jason Snell. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no sucking up points on this game. <laughs> okay. So it's not a vampire this oh, time. Oh, hell, our leader. <laughs> oh, Jen Morin. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> it wrong. Definitely not for that. No, no. You mean Lex Friedman. He's the one that gets <laughs> the right. Dan right. is just a figurehead. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, what was the title again? The Great Grandiose Dictator for Life. A very good title. I might take that for my own. Uh, no, I already uh, dips that if one. If being a director doesn't work out, you could go with that. Mm-hmm. I don't. The nothing jumps to mind. Does my team have any thoughts that jump to mind? It feels like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I don't think oh. it is. Oh, but it has that. See that? that calling vibe. someone a great grandiose dictator feels like a parody more than a serious work. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That makes sense. I, I, I. I Feel the vibe there, yes, and I agree. But I don't of course, know. does it come with an Any answer? Of the characters? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. Uh, the hitchhiker, Dirk Gently. Yeah, <laughs> the galaxy. The Arthur galaxy. Nailed I mean, the galaxy. galaxy. Zaphod Beeblebrox was what emperor of the galaxy, but he was not great grandiose dictator for life. So, well, that you know of, maybe for he sure. Was, that though. I know of. Like we could okay. just throw that out there because we don't have that's a, a name. Answer. I don't. And it's safe. It's a fun to say. Well, that is your question. So you may throw out whatever answer you like. Okay. Zaphod Beeblebrox. 
Fantastic guess. Incorrect. To the great grandiose dictator for life at the ruler supreme. This person has an ego. Mm. Um, or a very supportive group of underlings. True. true. Could this be Gary Oldman's character in The Fifth Element? Oh. <laughs> oh no. Do you remember his name? No. Because I super don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like he's so Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element. Was he ever called Gary Fifth Oldman? Element? And it's not... <laughs> That one isn't he always Gary Oldman? Uh, Gary gets kind of yeah. If, if he has to be under a different name, so it's we true. just let him be That's, Gary Oldman and everything. It's, it's very method. Yeah, I have no idea what his name is. Can we just put out there Gary Oldman and the Fifth Element? <laughs> you, you absolutely may. I will not even bother to discuss if what happens if you can't remember his name because it's not correct. But to uh, the great next time, I, I know his. I know his name. Well, it's not relevant you to this. So keep totally it under your mouth. I'm not going to say it. Uh, to the great grandiose dictator for life, the ruler supreme, add the fearless, the brave, the held in high esteem. I believe it's the held high in esteem. Excuse me, the held high in esteem. Oh, the fearless, well, the brave, the held high you. in esteem. The, oh, oh could this know? be Kuzco from The Emperor's New Groove? Uh, sure. I'm picturing a scene right at the beginning where he's being introduced oh. by a sycophant. The blah, 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 the blah, the blah, blah, blah. Like blah, that. blah. I think that was Hotel Transylvania, but uh, I am here. I'm here for Cusco. <laughs> Should we be bold and say Cusco? Yes. I'm saying the call it. is yours, Captain. All right, they're saying it. Unfortunately, I'm afraid not. That was the final title. Does anybody uh, on Team One know this one? I, I know the Gary Oldman character, but I'm not going to say it because it might know be what? the future question. I, uh, you know, solid um, reasoning. The the comic angle of this, you guys totally got the great grandiose dictator for life, the ruler supreme, the fearless, the brave, the held high in esteem, Calvin the Bold from Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> oh. oh, very that's, nice. I love the whimsy yeah. of that. Though. That's nice. great. <laughs> Even though Man. I wouldn't have got it. That I is the that. end of round one. Lex Friedman, can you give Thank me a God. score update? Well, Dan, it started out really strong, and then after each team got one correct answer, there were no more correct answers that round. Uh, so we ended uh, with team one in first place with ten points, and team two close behind with eight. You know what we say. It's anybody's game. All right, moving into round two, the first of our fake-off rounds. No, you no. fake-off. No. Oh, sorry, Steve. Oh, you <laughs> fake-off. In which team one must find the real answer. You may bid between one and Ooh. ten points based on your knowledge of the following category. If you get the answer correct, you'll get that number of points. If you get that answer wrong, you will lose that number of points. <gasps> team mm. one, your category is fantastic creatures. Oh. I think, isn't this a go big or go home situation? We just do 10 You're because... Just, there's only one round under your belt. It's always a go big or go home situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could do one, but that just seems... I don't know. Is that trivial to do one? Shouldn't we do 10? It's trivia, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, I guess we can throw away all our points. If you want. <laughs> no. I'm a split the difference kind of person, but... Do we uh, go five? You know. Should we do five? Let's do 5.3, okay, Let's Lex? do 5.3. <laughs> no decimals or fractional points will be allowed. Oh, man. How, how about six? Because then that might give us a all lead right. in the last Let's do moment. six. Just, okay. just to make things interesting. Sure. Right, six. 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 Uh, team no, one six is in. Six points. Thank you. Locked in. All right. Your word, team one, is Krubin. Wait, no, let's do ten. <laughs> Let's do it. Your do word like is Krubin, Krubin C-R-U-B-E-N, Krubin. And to give us C-R-U. our first definition, let's go to Kathy Campbell. Krubin is a walrus that has been genetically engineered with a protective metal 
exoskeleton and photon flippers. Oh, <laughs> I want one. <laughs> yeah, can we get one? All right, genetically engineered walrus could be that. Could be something else. Monty, what's a crubin? Oh, a uh, crubin. That is a. Uh, it's like a manatee, but huge. It's like a scaled whale with a single horn in its forehead, and it symbolizes imperial power. Oh, oh the huge manatee? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> could be a huge manatee. <laughs> could be that w- genetically <laughs> engineered walrus. Uh, oh, could be something else entirely. Annette, what is a crubin? This is what everybody wants. It's a tiny crab that, if you eat it raw, will give you temporary psychic powers. Oh, I do want that. Mm-hmm. I want all of these things. All, all of right. these sound pretty good. That could be a Krubin. So it could be a crab that gives you psychic powers when you eat it. <laughs> it could be that giant scaled whale with a single horn. Or it could be the genetically engineered walrus. You forgot about that, but it sounds pretty plausible now, doesn't it? One of those things <laughs> is a Krubin. But Team 1, you must figure out which one. Anybody know the answer on Team no, 1? No, of course not. No. All right. Just, you no. know, ask him. So I like the walrus with the photon flippers, but I can't imagine why anybody would genetically engineer a walrus for any purpose. <laughs> They're already the perfect creature. <laughs> well, now that it has photon flippers, it's much it's more It's probably useful. from the Harry Dresden series, of course, so that's why it came But it's up. super dumb, so it's also extremely plausible. What's the second one? The huge manatee <laughs> narwhal? The, the scaled whale, which... The scaled um, whale. Yeah. Scale oh, the scale whale. whale. Which I guess, yeah, that's, Twitter that's, a lot these days. that's what appears when you have a lot of Twitter servers, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, symbolizing imperial power seems reasonable, but if you were going to create something grandiose like that, would you call it something silly-sounding like Krubin? <laughs> Krubin. I'll tell you, you got the tiny, it makes a tiny great crab. sandwich. Oh. Right? I like mine with extra sauerkraut. Delicious. Delicious. Um, I and like then you the got tiny the tiny crab. crab that gives you psychic powers, which I thought that regular t- crabs did that. But, uh, I, I that find that just... least believable, honestly. You need to make sure you eat your crabs fresh, Steve. I think that's the problem. Oh. Uh, I like the tiny crab one a lot. I want to give kudos really? to whoever came up with that. I, I, no, I, I don't think it's the right it. answer. I don't believe it, but I enjoy it. I don't believe it. it either. I don't think it's the right answer, but I think it's delightful. I enjoyed hearing that one. I When the walrus uh, cuckoo kachu was read, I thought that that struck me as correct instantly and I, but i can't remember where it came from so it may just be my you know could be bad brain good brain i don't know right now Krubin uh, does sound like something you'd call a, a genetically engineered walrus so. yeah i i'm i'm le- i'm leaning towards the walrus i don't know but what's interesting is the other team nobody on the other team sounded particularly credible or non-credible to me they have a good <laughs> neutral lineup well i have my own opinions about that but i don't oh. know that i'm <laughs> I, I don't feel wow. like hey there, Shelly. <laughs> the truth is coming out. Oh, we love you, Team Two. We really. If we do. metagamed uh, it, we could say that anything uh, Kathy says in that voice isn't going to sound true. So there is. That. I would never say that. No, in that particular <laughs> voice, the heightened voice. Um, I'm I'm leaning towards leaning towards Walrus. What do you guys think? Gugu Krubin. Yeah, she she. I don't know. The photon flippers is either silly, the most brilliant but... deception or it's absolutely true. I I just and for some reason I believe it. I don't know why. I just do. The the tiny crab one reminds me a lot of the Hitchhiker's Guide putting the fish in your ear, the Babel fish. So I don't know. I I'm gosh, the, the tiny crab appealing, but walrus I think is it. Should we go? Are we all? I'll go with agreement? walrus. All right. Uh, we would like a walrus on rye, please, please. with sauerkraut. <laughs> Kathy, they think a Krubin is a genetically engineered walrus with photon flippers. Is that correct? Uh, team one, that is a brilliant deception. Oh, oh it was a bluff. Oh, you got it. Uh, she, she could sell you a genetically engineered walrus is what we say about Kathy Campbell. 
She could get <laughs> us into those photon flippers right away. I've uh, posted a link into the Zoom chat of a Bloom County strip. Oh, that's why I remember. <laughs> oh, well played. Really good. Very I was like, good. it does sound familiar, and it did sound Very familiar. Very good. Yeah. Really Excellent. nice. Good Team two, who over there had the correct answer? Me, Monty did. Really? Monty, it is a giant scaled whale symbolizing imperial power from a series called The Dandelion Dynasty by Ken Liu, the first no. book called The Grace of oh, Kings. And this it's is why I don't read. Yep, that's right. It's set on an archipelago, which is why all our stuff was water. I, you guys I were see. very, very good on the theme. High marks Thank there. You. Also, Thank it turns out Krubin is a you. real word in Scots that oh. is a small edible crab. What? My God, this is more work than I put into this game. It does not give you psychic powers, sadly. So we we don't get points twice, and that's real. All right. After round two, Lex, you want to give us more score details? Yeah, that walrus fake answer really took the team to Tusk. Uh, So now team two is in the lead, eight to four. Eight to four going into round three. Round three is the return of a game that we call What Doesn't Fit? I'm going to give you a list of items. One item does not belong in that list. For five points, tell me which one. And for an additional five points, tell me why. This time we'll start with Kathy. Kathy, here is your list. Okay. Rachel Garrett. John Harriman. Edward Jellicoe. And William Riker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rachel Garrett. And I know William Riker was one. John Which Harriman the- and Edward Jellicoe are the other two. John Harriman. Jellicoe just makes okay. me think Jellicoe Cat, which is a thing from Yeah, absolutely. Cat. Of course it does. Me too. So, Is he blind when he's born? Can he see in the dark? Ooh. And so forth? Nice. Nice. <laughs> well, for does me, anyone- yes, William please. Riker stands out because I recognize his name. He's the only yep. one I know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, and that okay. is a Star Trek so- I could see it being like a child of another character in a series, maybe, right? Because Riker, no, oh no, that was a different person. Riker is the Am captain, I, isn't he? Yeah. Or the. Let's just say he's the captain and watch Dan's head explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, captain. Riker is the captain in Next Generation. Definitely. Yeah, number one. <laughs> number one. That's right. You know, okay. you're closer. you're closer than you might think. <laughs> Okay, so what what is the other one you know? Oh, I don't know anything. Oh, you that, I thought you knew the first one. That, that's it. No, that's the only Okay. That's the only one I know. Um I mean we could say that one has a feminine sounding name and therefore <laughs> is not correct. <laughs> but I, I doubt that's the yeah, answer. I, we're gonna make the questions a little more complex than that. Okay. Okay. I I figured. I you know, you you are smarter. Than that. Oh, thank you. Um, one person, li- one yeah, person on list awesome. is left-handed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the uh, The problem is, is I don't know any of the other three people. Yeah, but I like neither. If okay, so but we know Rikers in space. Could- <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, and, and by saying number one, like uh, Dan implied that that was close-ish possibly um so we could guess just pick a name and then say like their titles have numbers in them as the reasoning why oh yeah can we hear the names again please sure rachel garrett john harriman edward jellicoe and william Riker. Hmm. 
Well, I was hoping to hear the name of number two from Austin Powers, <laughs> but he doesn't have a name. His name is just number, number two. two. That's right. 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 This is a fabulous line of reasoning. I do really like it. Now it makes me wish I had come up with a question that is up to the intellectual <laughs> challenge here. <laughs> This is, this is becoming a round of only connects. I say we vote for Jellicoe, and I have no reasoning behind it. All right. We're going to say Edward Jellicoe, and the reason is because his title does not include a number. You know what? You were on the right track with, with titles. Titles were important to this, but you didn't quite manage to suss it out. Team One, does anyone over there know this? Is it Riker because he's only second in command? I think it's because well, he was never commander of the Enterprise. I thought William Riker was William Riker He was a captain, third. but he wasn't thought, commander of the So Enterprise. this is actually, you're very close. He, he was temporarily the Enterprise every time Picard went off he ship. He is temporarily yeah. promoted yes. to captain when... Picard oh. is, is is assimilated. Assimilated. Yeah. All the rest are Enterprise captains. Rachel Garrett, Enterpri- Captain the Enterprise C. John Harriman, oh. Captain the Enterprise B. Angelica was put in command uh, instead of Picard during over the course of a, I think an episode or two. So I originally thought you said George Harriman, and I was like, where does the creator of Crazy Cap in this list? I'm very. Confused. You hear what you want to hear, Glenn. That's yeah, what I say. It's true. All right, let's move back to Team One, Glenn. Hello. What does not fit in this list? Brass. Bronze, steel, and silver. Oh, Jesus. All right. So I actually know how brass and bronze are created because of my typographic history background. So you didn't count on that, but I'm sure that's Explain it in detail right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is an hour-long show. you see, the constituent metal of zinc and the alloys. Silver's an element. The other ones are all alloys. Brass, bronze, steel. Steel is not an alloy. Steel is refined through the Bessemer process. uh, Iron refined through the Bessemer process, which I saw. In some technology museums recently in Central Europe. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't know that. No, you Bessemer. But it is not an element. No, you Bessemer. All silver is. Iron I think only is, silver is an element. But he didn't list iron. He listed brass, bronze, and steel. Steel is not an alloy. Yeah, but steel is refined from iron. I don't think it's technically an alloy. Uh, brass and bronze are alloys because they comprise uh, three metals and sometimes more. Okay, that's fine. But only silver is an element. Silver is an element. But, but steel is not an element, but it comes right, from an it's element. it's not. That's the I have point. A feeling We're this looking is something for the else. one that's oh, different oh. than the other three. We might be totally off track. Are these all things that might kill vampires and one is not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you hit them hard anyway. enough. <laughs> oh my gosh, Glenn, I love your brain. <laughs> <laughs> or, or are these all things that are beings There was to a werewolves? bronze age. I don't think there were ages for the others. You're, this is a sci-fi and fantasy show, though, mostly. You're, you're, you're getting... Yeah, well, like, Glenn, to, to the point, uh, and since I gave the other team a little nudge, I will say you might think more about things in relevance to the topics traditionally covered yes. on this show. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I, was no like, I don't do a lot of science questions. <laughs> silver is off. Silver will kill a, a werewolf. It won't kill a vampire. I'm sorry. Well, silver won't kill a vampire. You need a uh, garlic or a steak or. I mean, it uh, depends on the vampires. One oh, would assume. Oh, but, have you seen the price of ooh, silver? Oh, silver? It kills me. I mean, bronze, brass, and steel, steel is a. Uh, historically an appropriate element for compared to the other three <laughs> they can be refined in other alloy in other ages gosh okay so are we talking about like rank signifiers are we talking Could about be. maybe oh, a book series that has metals in the names and only one of these is not yeah in that it does series feel like, oh is there like a series oh. that's like the brass something the steel something the silver something like uh, the silver age or something but i can't think of uh there are brass Monkeys, there are Bass rings. bronze. Mm. Uh, Those funky monkeys. Sure. Uh, <laughs> silver daggers. 
Steel just feels like the wrong one out, but I think that might be a faint because it sounds very, it's sort of a much more, much more modern thing to make steel where you can make brass and bronze in medieval books, medieval fantasy worlds. They can make steel in medieval fantasies. Uh, are these things that fairies that kill fairies? <laughs> keep coming back to that. Uh, thinking about Oberon and his weakness to iron, but not steel. Well, what, what about his weapons? Like steel, bronze, obviously Boy, silver. Think... Yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. like silver steel is the odd one out. And then we mad if it's bronze or brass, but those are very similar, just different because they have different mixes and alloys and degrees of hardness. Um, I don't think we have a theme that we figured out from this, no. except again, if it were to kill, to kill some kind a of mythical creature, to kill mm-hmm. a mockingbird. Very few mockingbirds in fantasy, but yeah. Wow, yeah, because uh, I just keep coming back to the things that might kill magical creatures, but I can't think of uh, or fantasy creatures, but I can't think of three that match that would and one that doesn't. Yeah, I don't think of brass, bronze, or steel as being anything associated with killing. Yeah. I kind Killing of feel like we should creatures. put if, if if it's weaponry, then it's going to be steel, brass, bronze. If it's right. like sort of you know era based, then it's going to be steel. Would be the odd one out. Should we say steel? It does feel like the wrong one, but then you, I think that's, you see, that's you keep like, saying steel, and I don't hear any justification for why you think that's the odd one oh, out. I steel, think silver, silver is the odder out. Is it silver? Is more seems to me more fantastical though. Somehow, huh. well, like, silver can be smelted, but steel has to be. Steel is a very complicated modern process. So, if right, it's, but uh, I think you're getting too sciency on it. I think I am too. But do we yeah. think of steel? Is steel appear in like if you're reading a novel that's supposedly set in like medieval ish times? Like his steel blade rings out. It's like I don't know. It's more well. No, but bra- I don't hear brass in that regard. His brass either. balls ring out. <laughs> well, hard pass <laughs> from Board of the Rings. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of maces. All right. All right, Team One, you need to come to a conclusion here. I don't know. What do we, I don't think we I have. I still a feel consensus. like they're talking about a sequence of things, like yeah, a sequence brass. of novels, or a sequence of. Then of maybe it's oh, that's a good, that's a good then, idea. I don't know what let's it would say be. Brass. I think because bronze, bronze, silver, steel feel like a constituents, right? And brass is kind of this other thing, right? Because you have the Bronze Age and bronze, you know, armor and so forth. So should we say brass, brass? star, bronze star, silver star? Oh, I like that. But this is—I don't think that's what it's about, though, is it? Then we take steel out. I don't know. Should we go with well, steel no, or brass? There's, well, there's no such thing as a brass star either. Steel or brass. So we brass out? Sure. Brass out. All right. We're yeah. going brass out, Dan. Brass. Any guesses as to why you're, you're yeah, choosing you that randomly? Yeah, you should at least throw out a, a rationale. I think, it's what, I think it's what Steve suggested. Is that it's I didn't sequence. suggest anything except a bunch of <laughs> nonsense. Right. We're not taking brass, and we think it's because the other three form a sequence. Okay. Of some. Of yeah, some sure. kind. Okay. <laughs> of some kind. Does anybody on team two happen to know this? <laughs> I, I'm i fairly certain I do, which is why Dan didn't put it in the question. Oh, well, we'll see. Wheel of Time. But we'll see. Main... No. What's the Wheel of Time it's made of? It's the four of? main characters in Wheel Take of Time. Take a shot, Kathy. I believe the answer is silver because it is not one of the Allomancy medals in the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. Great guess. Whereas I, I thought it was Monty? brass because the others are all ages it's bronze age, silver age, steel age. Oh, there is so no many age. good right. guesses. See, that's where I started, but I did not know of you. A you circled age. around. I heard the mention of fantasy creatures at one point, which it was. Oh, you're just so close. You were darting there, and then you mentioned medieval stuff, but is nobody it dragons? got oh, is to it dragons? dragons. It is dragons. Oh. No one got to dragons. There is no steel, no steel. dragon in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, there are brass, bronze, uh, and silver uh, dragons. Glenn knew it steel somehow. He did. Okay. He doesn't he know how he knew, but he knew. I was just listening to the chromantic chromatic episode of random pursuit with D masters too i should have gotten that one. i was hoping we'd get kathy with the steel but sadly no 
Yeah. Steel Dragon oh. is the name of the band in the movie Rockstar, featuring uh, Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston. Well, that was oh, it. There was it. I there forgot was the about answer. that movie. All right. Let us move on to the other side. We are going back around to Monty. Monty. X-Wing. Y-Wing. B-Wing. And U-Wing. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ewing, as in Ewing McGregor? Patrick <laughs> Ewing. No, U-J-R Ewing. <laughs> okay, just checking. And that's the letter U, not Y-O-U? Yes, just, correct. Again, good for me. Okay. Well, I know X-Wings and Y-Wings and B-Wings exist. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of a U-Wing, so my immediate instinct to say U-Wing because it's not in the original Star Wars trilogy. That holds with me. Good like, enough for me? All right, let's go for it. <laughs> All right, quick and to the point. Uh, the, you think a U-wing does not exist? That is correct, but not the answer. I'm afraid I was looking for. There's a techno correct, the best kind. Well, I can't <laughs> help that, Dan. That's your fault for pointing a bad question. <laughs> that is the problem with this entire category. It's true. <laughs> a U-wing. I was looking for something a little more related to the construction of themselves. The U-wing is the ship from Rogue One. It is Cassian's ship from Rogue One. It and the B-Wing and the X-Wing all have their moving S-foils. The wings move into different positions. Y-Wings do not. There's nothing on the Y-Wing that moves, like goes up and down to Wait, make it shape. Foiled again. Wait, so what was well, the right I thought much? it was a, a Y-Wing because it's the only bomber. Well, the B-Wing technically, I think, can be considered a bomber and is sometimes called the B-Wing bomber. So, Wait, did they get the answer right? I've lost track. They did not, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, but I want oh, to give them a point for a technical correct answer. <laughs> Lex, is that allowed? So ordered. All right. All right, let's go back to Team One. Team One. Must we? Kevin Bacon. Melissa McCarthy. Elon Musk. And Megan the Stallion. <laughs> what a list. Kevin Bacon. None Melissa of these people McCarthy. have been in Glenn's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Uh, that you know of. Are you sure? Let me think about that for a second. Okay, that's, Elon Musk that's still Melissa. correct okay. today as we record. I could, Megan Thee Stallion, was she a musical guest at SNL and not the host and the other two? See, I'm, I'm trying to think of, have they been in any sort of franchise or have they... Oh, Megan Thee Stallion appears... And Megan Thee Stallion advertises things. Obviously, Musk is very commercial. Um, wasn't, wasn't Megan Thee Stallion in uh, She-Hulk? I don't know. Did you not, Steve? Did you watch that? I believe that's correct. That yeah. May, that may so be right. Kevin okay, well, Bacon. One. Oh, oh, Marvel Universe. Yes, Kevin Bacon is in. Uh, I'm going to have an actual good answer this time. I think I know something. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's hold off on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Melissa McCarthy. Does Melissa McCarthy? This is Marvel Universe TV shows, perhaps because Megan Thee Stallion appears as a client in She-Hulk. Kevin McCarthy is the main sort of Kevin McCarthy of is the Speaker of the House. He does not Kevin appear in McCarthy, anything, right? and I would never ask a question about Kevin it. Kevin McBacon, <laughs> Kevin McBacon and Ribs. And Melissa Bacon, no one knows who that is. Kevin McBacon and Ribs appears in uh, <laughs> Moon Knight, Chip Sutter's famous favorite character. So Melissa McCarthy, and I'm sorry, what was the other person now? Musk. Elon Musk. See, that Elon almost feels Musk. too easy that the other three are performers oh, wait, in some wait, regard. Wait. Elon Musk appeared in Iron Man. He's in an Iron Man Did movie. He? Oh, well, then okay. who, who, who do we leave out then? Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. That's I don't remember her being in any uh, Marvel property. So Melissa McCarthy. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Is this Shelley Stern? I shouldn't speak. This is, her. It's yeah. Is let's see. Word? Given the number of Marvel properties I've seen, is let's see, which, uh, zero. Um, I guess I'll just have to go with you because it's as good a guess as any. Okay, I believe that's the answer. Is Melissa McCarthy? 
does not appear not in a Marvel, a Marvel property, veteran. and all three of the others have appeared in a Marvel movie or TV series. I like it. Lex, we're going to need a score Ooh. judgment here. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I think that it's, to me, this one feels very black and white. They scored five points because they correctly identified Melissa McCarthy as the odd one out, but they did not get the correct reason why. They oh, were shoot. very close. Very close. They were close. very close. All of these people have appeared in the MCU as themselves, except for as Melissa McCarthy, who themselves. has appeared, but as a oh, different okay. role. Wait, oh. Kevin Bacon appears as himself in, oh, okay. in the New Guardians, yeah. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Special. Yes, he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special as himself. Elon oh, Musk appears in Iron Man 2, and Megan Thee Stallion appears in She-Hulk. Melissa McCarthy Dang appears it. in Thor Love and Thunder as one of the players. Uh, she plays the Kate Blanchett role with um, where Matt Damon is playing oh, Loki. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But she does not play that. herself. Yeah. So I think ultimately, uh, they did not identify yeah. the right reason. So I, okay, I, I, yeah, no, I think we're straight up wrong there. That's yeah, zero I'm points. Not five sure. points on the I'm board though for getting that. Melissa McCarthy. So All right. there it is. I was. Like, I guess we were in the right. We were in the Marvel. You were in the right wheelhouse. You're in there. You're there. All right, Annette. We're going back around to you. Okay. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Alec Guinness. Hello there. Peter O'Toole. And John Reese Davies. Okay, I actually know all of these names, these people. Me too. Whoa. So, fantasy wise, Alex McGinnis, of course, is Ob Wan, and Reese. He's a uh, what's his name? Gimli. Gimli. Um, also, Sala in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Which? Oh, okay. Was Peter? O- O'Toole in, in I don't think Indiana Alec Guinness Jones. Or Alec Guinness and Peter O'Toole were never in Indiana Jones movies. Okay. <sighs> Although Sean Connery was, Definitely I think was. that's a uh, a fake a fake out to try and get us to sit here for ten minutes and try <laughs> to remember out what did if Peter Alec Guinness O'Toole... and Peter O'Toole were in any of the Indiana Jones movies. Okay. How about this? Okay. Alec Guinness comes back from the dead in the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery comes back from the dead in the Highlander movies. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does Gimli come back from the dead or does Peter O'Toole ever come back from the dead? Okay, what has Peter O'Toole been in? Uh Lawrence of Arabia. He's uh he's got a cameo in the 1967 Casino Royale. He's in The Stuntman. Okay. I don't know enough of his stuff to know. Did he ever play Jesus? <laughs> uh, actually, in a movie, uh, he played a really weird role in which he plays a guy who thinks he's Jesus. <laughs> oh, I know. I've seen that. Is that I've called The sense. Upper Class or something? Yeah, that's a movie. That's a yeah, weird that's a movie. movie. Interesting play. Yeah. Interesting movie. Okay. So it's not that. But I don't think Peter O'Toole has done a lot of fantasy or sci-fi movies at all. So just based on the theme of, you know... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game show. It's going oh. to be Peter O'Toole. Oh, oh, okay. What if it's Peter O'Toole because the other three have all played guiding characters, like characters that have been, you know, the role of the, the wise mentor. old man, the mentor. Yeah, hmm. that could work. I like it. Annette, like this it. is your question. Okay. You, you are so the ultimate does decider. That, if we like that, should we say Peter O'Toole because he has not played a mentor? That's our answer. He probably sure. has, though, right? Like, I don't think Dan would just say Peter O'Toole has never played a mentor. What about... Okay, so... Uh, my Favorite Year, he's kind of a mentor. Oh, I love My uh, Favorite Year. Everybody should watch My Favorite Year. It's a good movie. One of my mom's favorites. I haven't seen that. Oh, my... I gotta get... I it's a good that. movie. 
This one, I will admit, is a little tricky, but you're, you're, you've circled some of the aspects of it uh, thinking about roles. I think, you know, you, this is gettable, but it is definitely a little more off the beaten path for these, these questions. I'll give you that. Oh, as opposed to the rest of the questions, which are like <laughs> well, thematically, thematically. So easy. Okay, okay, okay. Do we want to go back say, to like, the dead part? Rising from the dead? Like, I can't remember Peter O'Toole or John Reese davies ever doing that, so yeah. it might just be a misdirect. Mm. Could it be a father figure instead of mentor, like specifically like father? Mm. Would Gimli really be a father figure, though? No, but um, what's his, whatever Sala? he was. Sala? Yeah, yeah. Man, I have so many good joke answers. <laughs> Let's keep them yourself. You this never know. Yeah. You never know. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. Mm-hmm. Dead air, truly the best thing for a podcast. It is. We like, think. No. think out loud when you're just on a out of podcast. curiosity. I mean, I know Glenn has has some joke answers. Does anybody on Team One have an inkling that they might know what this is? I think I I might not enough know. of one to say. Okay. That. Right, I kind of have thoughts, but and at most I have a ling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's Peter O'Toole because he never played a character who went to space. Ooh, ooh. Good I don't answer. know if John Ray Davies ever Wait, went to I don't, space. I don't know if he yes, has he did. either. Uh, sliders. Oh, okay. Hey, sure. Let's do it. Okay, let's be decisive. Peter O'Toole, because he hasn't gone to space. <laughs> so you're getting it five points. Peter O'Toole is the correct odd one out, but that is not the reason. Does anybody on Team One want to throw out theirs? I, is it the ghost thing? Because Peter O'Toole is in that kind of weird, terrible movie where he runs a house that's full of ghosts. I can't remember what it's called. Nothing to do with ghosts. Oh, nothing, the only thing nothing I could think ghosts. of was that they originated a role that was later taken up by multiple other people or other people. Mm, that's a good thought. I like that. Mm, you were closest in, Monty, when you mentioned Sala, because that mm. is the key here. John Reese davies Alec Guinness, and Sean Connery have all played characters of Middle Eastern descent. Oh, I thought about that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, Alec Guinness played Prince Faisal Ouch. in Lawrence Arabia. Sean Connery played Ramirez, who is Egyptian Ramirez. in Highlander. Peter O'Toole has not, to my Ramirez. knowledge, ever played a Middle Eastern character. No, nor right, should he have or any of these people. Yes. Well, he was Peter playing... O'Toole has those glowing blue eyes right yeah. it's a little harder for a second he but tries he, to pass it like well, turkey what's yeah, great yeah, about in, that is because yeah, he was Arabia. in lawrence of arabia right. yeah. but tries not to... playing a middle eastern character he claims awesome. he's one of the right doesn't he claim there is a yes a like a, a cultural group that has the blue eyes yes yes oh that was all right good, but five though. points you got peter o'toole that's good all oh. right let's wrap this all up back with steve steve hello steve hey champion hero Silver and Tornado. God, Silver again. Do you know? Do you know this one, Steve? Champion, Hero, Silver, and Tornado. Could it be the names of horses? You sound like you might know something. It's horses. Yeah, Shelly, it's horses. 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 So, Silver's a horse. Uh, Champion's got to be a horse. Is there a Tornado? Champion is... uh, I just heard this on another quiz show, I think. I think Champion was... Gene Autry or Roy Rogers horse? I think you're right. And Tornado might have been the other person's... What was it? It was Silver Champion... Hero? Roy Rogers is Trigger, so Champion oh, you're right. would have to be Autry. Champion might be Autry. Uh, Dan, I'm sorry, was the fourth one Hero? Hero, Silver, and Tornado. I, I'm i pretty sure I don't know a horse. Hero the know. horse doesn't sound like a thing. I don't know, you know a horse Tornado named definitely Hero, yes. but suddenly I... What's that? Sorry. You were singing, <laughs> and she just wants you to stop. Uh, no, <laughs> I want you to stop. Or, <laughs> or is, it possible, is it possible that three of these are fictional horses and one of them is a... Now, is a, Silver is fictional. Yeah. Uh 
Uh, Champion, I'm pretty sure. Although Champion was probably also named Champion in real life. Yeah. So. Probably. That's, <laughs> yes. that's... Silver's name was just Bob, probably, right? Um, Bob the Horse, yes, of Bob course. Bob the Horse. Silver Champion. I, see, it's I, actually I don't Lassie, know. awkwardly enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a non-binary horse. It was very complicated at the time. What name to give it? Is Hero spelled um, H-E-R-O? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, thank God. That's a good question. <laughs> it's not G-Y-R-O. <laughs> no, just something One like, of them's a sandwich. I, I don't know a horse named Hero does just sound Groovin. like some kind of strange song line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you, I like what do you I'm think? willing to go with Hero as the, the non-fictional yeah, I, horse. It's, it's the all other got, are, basically. The other are cowboy horses? Yeah, let's, let's say that. Uh, we're going to say it's Hero because he's a non-fictional horse. Oh that, man! You were, so you had horses. That's totally correct. However, hero is not the odd one out. Does anyone team two know? Oh. Not hearing any. Oh, does that mean that silver's the odd one out because silver is the fictional one? No, I'm afraid not. Silver's oh. the only one that's an element. So. <laughs> there Where's is, the yeah, brass there's horse? a tornado brass dragon. Not an element. Come brass on horse. Now. So uh, I love this one. This is my favorite question for this round. <laughs> They are all horses. However, Champion is the only one that does not belong to a masked man. Oh, oh, silver is the I'll Lone Ranger's so horse. Tornado is Zorro's horse. Yep. Zorro. Yes. Hero okay. is the okay. horse of the Phantom. And Champion is Ginastri's horse. And traditionally, he does not wear a mask. Why does the Phantom have a horse? His name means the ghost who walks. <laughs> the ghost who rides. <laughs> the ghost doesn't he also have like a helicopter? I don't know. Walks. It was too, too long to say the ghost who walks, rides, flies a helicopter, <laughs> he does and occasionally swims. He does it all. Sometimes it's he jogs. the ghost who jogs. All right. Jogs, runs. That is the end of round three. Uh, Lex. Dan, are we awarding any points to team one for identifying horses? Oh, for horse? We, we do a little horse trading here? Or? La, uh, Lex, la, I am going to leave la, that la, to la, you. La. They got they got some horses. Do you want to? I'm going to award them one point. I don't want to start up point. trouble with this horse <laughs> oh, thing. But oh, go. my God. Uh, we're back to the horse. I, I thought I thought we got five the last time we got the category right. but the No, you got to get the right the right wrong one yeah. out. And then Wait, I thought we got yeah, the... didn't get the right wrong Oh, we got the wrong one out. I was going to suggest that we only get... A quarter of a point because these are quarter horses, but I guess there are four of them, so one seems correct. <laughs> oh, there's four of them. They're thoroughbreds. Four of them. Yeah, thoroughbred. <laughs> Don't say that. He'll say nay, Steve. There's no way they were thoroughbreds back then. <laughs> that's, uh... Lex, that's the end of round three. What's the scores? Uh, still anyone's game, Dan. Team one has 10 points, thus trailing Team 2 with their 14. Still a close game. We are on to round four, the second of our fake-off rounds. Fake-off, a knives-out mystery. This is Team 2's chance to bid for points based on their knowledge of the following category. If they get it correct, they'll get the number of points. If they get wrong, they will lose that number of points. One to ten points on the line here for the category Future Tech Team 2. How many rounds are there after this one? One. I see. So do we want to do it so if we fail, we are at 10, neck and neck? I or... think we should, if we get it wrong, we're still ahead. Or yeah. we go all in and bet 10, which we <laughs> couldn't do. But it would be oh, awesome. Like it would be awesome. I mean, but I'm, cool, I... I'm cool with that. We, I, I lose a lot of games, so I'm quite comfortable with losing games. <laughs> I mean, same. Let's do it. Okay, all sure. In, say 10? Yeah. Okay, let's do yes. it. Yes. <laughs> all right win big or fail big lex they have slid all their chips across the table they are all in so 10 no we only no, they, they, slid they left 10 four. of four yeah we still have four okay we well, can't yeah, you, just... you slid all the chips you could across okay the there we go yes <laughs> you kept know, four this chips is... <laughs> in your pocket i don't know how poker works ruffled okay you're <laughs> 
10 points on the line for the word slamhound. S-L-A-M-H-O-U-N-D. Slamhound. And to tell you what a slamhound is, Glenn Fleischman will give you a definition. All right, here we go. Well, gee, you smell terrific is what the assassination robot thought to itself as it tracked your pheromones to kill you. That's what a slamhound is. It's a robot. Robot that uh, likes to track people or is designed to track people, I should say, by how their pheromones emit what they smell like. Okay. Could be a robot that tracks you by your pheromones. Could be something else entirely. Shelly Brisbane, what is a slamhound? A slamhound is a device deployed by fleets of autonomous space vehicles to protect against objects or other items that could be a collision hazard. Okay. All right. So it's uh, it could be a system that detects collision hazards in space. Could be that uh, assassination robot, or it could be something else entirely. Steve Lutz, what is a slamhound? A slamhound, as we all know, is a computer virus that's used to plunge a country's populace into chaos by causing all of its network-connected appliances to malfunction simultaneously. Oh, that sounds bad. I don't like that. Uh, but it could be a slam hound, uh, or it could be that collision detection system, or it could still be that assassination robot. One of them is a slam hound team, too, but which one is it? Mm. I mean, they all sound so plausible. Mm-hmm. Glenn's, he started with the phrase, gee, you smell terrific. <laughs> Now, that was just I a general actually. compliment. Which acronyms to Gus? There was a product in the just 1970s, like the way you smell. a like shampoo smell. called Gee, Your Hair Smells Terrific. It's true. And I don't uh-huh. know whether Glenn is referencing that intentionally or unintentionally. It is do I ever do anything intentionally? Ask yourself. Yep. Okay, so Glenn added a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Which Take he words normally that. does. Yes, that's so very un- so unlikely. Is that his, is, is that his distraction tactic? Or it, that's his sobriquet, adder of words. <laughs> <laughs> One of many. Or is that kind of what he does to try and hide that this is the, the, real the very well written description that Dan sent was too plain and he needed to add it mm-hmm. onto it to make it seem mm-hmm. less plausible for us to pick? From I don't the hound slam. part. Like that one logically to my brain makes the the most happy space. I don't want know why. I'm sorry, Shelley, but the the obstruction thing doesn't feel yeah. right. I feel like it's between Glenn or Steve. I'm leaning towards Steve. Technically, Shelley is between Glenn and Steve. Just she so we're clear. Is. Yeah, and they're on your it's right. Difficult, you said. Let me tell you. Yeah, there's a lot of geography <laughs> happening. Okay. <laughs> why? Why is why is that one, Monty? Um, because Glenn's, like, as soon as he said, gee, you smell terrific, my thought was, well, you just stole that from an old commercial. And (laughs) a robot that kills people using scent, that's... It's very literal, right? Like, the hound, that's the thing that I keep thinking. Like, is is it too literal on the hound thing? Whereas a computer virus that causes all the appliances to malfunction... Like, I've seen movies where that happens. It's called Big Bug. It's by Jean-Pierre Junet, and it is terrible. Oh, but it does like happen kind of in that movie. Okay. So should we go, okay. with, should we go with Steve? I think so. We bet, dot, the, dot, we bet the farm on this. No pressure. Yeah. We did bet oh, the farm wow. on this. Yeah, we did bet the farm on this. <laughs> I'm cool I... with it, though. Yeah, I am too. Okay. So I guess we are going to bid 10 points. 
on Steve, which who knew that would ever happen? Wow. Yeah. All right. Words that I never thought. Steve Lutz, they have bet the farm on the fact that the Slam Hound is a computer virus that makes all those appliances malfunction. Uh, do they still have a farm? Um, you might want to get that bake sale started up real quick because <laughs> that is a filthy lie. Oh, Steve bluffed. Who had the correct answer? Look behind you. It's me, own assassination <laughs> robot. Oh. You do smell terrific. I told you you smell terrific. That is from uh, Count Zero by William Gibson. It's oh, a, no. Yeah, uh, it's a slam uh, hound. I didn't remember it either. So. Yeah, me neither, but um, it's a good word. I like it. All I right. I read it in decades. When Steve read his definition, I expected him to follow it with, please, uh, the word is slam hound. Please <laughs> send me your definitions now. And I got really confused. Yeah, when we do the mashup, the low definition inconceivable mashup, I think it's real dangerous. I mean, why hasn't that happened? Yeah, Steve's <laughs> got lots of experience reading nonsensical <laughs> definitions. <laughs> right. it, was having, it was great having him it's laugh. It's kind of his it. brand. I forgot I was correct when uh, Steve read his. <laughs> All right. That's the end of round four. We got one round left. Lex, going into the final round, what are the scores? Dan, Team 2 had to take that debate of robot or not, and they chose wrong. So they are now trailing with four points to Team 1's 10. I feel like one of the few games where we ended up with fewer points by the end of the game than we started. <laughs> this is, look, Dan, this is a, this is a tough game, but I'm, I'm enjoying the new toughness, the new Dan toughness. Yeah, this is, I come back from having a kid, and I just want to make everything really hard for you all. Uh, all right, we're going we're gonna to lighten things up at the end here. We're going to do round five. It's time for musical movie mashups. Oh, but we'd rather no. sing. From the following Uh-oh. mashed up plot synopses, see if you can determine the movie and musical that we have combined. For example, if I gave you the plot, dragons awaken from centuries of slumber and struggle to adapt to their roles in talkies, the answer would be singing in the rain of fire, which is, it turns out, a clue I used in a previous one, which is why it's the example. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, Glenn, now let's start with you. <laughs> On one day every hundred years, you can stumble into a desert world. Oh, oh, well, team, just get back me here before I say it as the answer. It's Brigadoon with Dune spelled D-U-N-E. Nice. Right? That's my answer. That's Glenn's answer. And that is correct for 10 points. Attaboy. That's nice. Very nice. All right, Kathy. A professor by day, wolf by night, tries to instruct a woman in the art of elocution and falconry. <laughs> Okay, so we've got. <laughs> well, I lost Glenn. I, I think I killed him. <laughs> Congratulations. That's a good thing. Not that you killed Glenn, but that you had that dramatic effect. Oh, my God. Woodwatch, for well, the record. I just want to see the poster. <laughs> right? It's fantastic. I'm not going to lie. Into mid, punch it to mid-journey while we're going, and we'll get the oh answer. Oh, my gosh. The, the, the falconry. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, it's a werewolf by night. A professor by day, wolf prof- by night, tries to instruct wolf, a woman sorry, in the art night. of elocution and falconry. So, obviously, one is My Fair Lady. Right. Yeah. The other is Lady Hawk. Oh, nice. Put them together and get... My Fair Lady Hawk. My Fair Lady Hawk. Ten points, My Fair Lady Hawk. Well done. Thank you, Monty. Really nice. Good teamwork. Shelly, we bring it back around to you. She's from an immigrant family. He's a killer android. Will this star-crossed couple ever find love? Immigrant family? That's not much to go on. (laughs) West Side. Killer android's probably a Terminator. 
west, but Eight. west Tor. side from a tur- that, but no, there's no link. Immigrant there. family. That's immigrant family. Immigrant family. Uh, it's she's from an immigrant family, so that could be. I was thinking of Yentl. That's. I mean, I, uh, we're not going to go back as far as I remember. Mama. I mean, Yentlminator. That doesn't work. No. <laughs> and Terminator's just well, one word. So there has to be something else. So maybe Killer Robot. Cyborg. Something oh, from like Blade not... Runner. Yeah, Blade. Blade. Raid Runner. Blade. Blade. There are other Killer Robots. You need more than one word, though. To... Remember to use the oh. entire clue. Right. Oh, say it again. It's Star-crossed lovers. She's from an immigrant family. He's a killer android. with a star-crossed couple ever find love? Well, it does sound like West Side Star Story. West Side Story, Romeo and, Romeo and Juliet. No, oh, Dutch, Romeo and no, Juliet. Rome. No, it wouldn't be Rome. There's Juliet. no immigrant thing in Romeo and Juliet, really. Julie. Oh, Star Cross. I mean, I, keep, I don't know. I just keep coming back to West, West Side, Side Story. Side Story gotta... of... Oh, I got it. Is what? it West World Side Story? <gasps> Ten points, yes. West nice. World Side Thank Story. Well done. You got there. Nice. Can I throw out another one? Yes. Jupiter Terminator Ascending. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jupiter, Jupiter Ascending is a musical, but otherwise, it's pretty good. That's <laughs> really good. They probably sing it. I'm oh, sure God, I completely forgot the musical part. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> These are musicals and movies. Let's not Whoops. forget that. Okay. Keep an eye on that. Uh, okay. Monty. Good work, Steve. An American nurse must confront her own prejudices while fighting off interdimensional creatures. <gasps> I hate when that happens. Even I know this one. An American nurse oh. must confront... Quiet, Glenn. Must confront her own prejudices. And it's a musical. And then she fights off extraterrestrial invaders. In- interdimensional you said? creatures. Interdimensional. interdimensional. Interdimensional creatures. Huh. Team, got anything on either side of this? Okay, so my brain went to the king and I, even though I know she was a teacher though. So that Yeah, she's definitely a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's a musical with a nurse in it? American nurse, which means it's got to have a reason for her to be American nurse, not just a nurse. Right. It's like Pearl Med- Harbor was never a musical, right? <laughs> oh, <was> boy. <laughs> uh, I, wow. I don't think it was. <laughs> but, I'll, uh, you know, just to tip you a little one there, you're in the right, you're in the right era. Okay, okay. So it's definitely, you know, World War Two. Oh, okay. So it's um South Pacific then. Oh yes. Oh, that could be Yes. Good call. Good call. It is South, South, so it's South Pacific Rim. Yeah. Ten yep. points. Excellent. South Pacific Rim. Right well done. Good I was job, bouncing Monty. in my chair. I was like <laughs> please don't get it. I wanted the ghost point so bad. <laughs> All right. We are back around Steve. An alien arrives on Earth to sell large quantities of musical instruments in exchange for water. Isn't that the uh, the music, the music man, man the music who man. fell to Earth? Is the man who fell to Earth? The music about... man who fell to Earth. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Is the movie? Yeah, yeah. you got it. You Ten go. points. Well done. <laughs> I knew Glenn would know that movie, and I don't know why, but it seemed like a very Glenn movie. Although I almost <laughs> said K-Pax, and that would have made everything oh, boy. wrong. Oh, boy. I would have stopped you. Isn't that Bowie in that? It is yeah, Bowie. Bowie. It is right? David Bowie. Yeah. So I read the synopsis of it but when I wrote that question, and boy, that sounded like a weird movie. Yep, there you go. All right. Let's finish out this round and the entire game with my personal favorite. Oh, boy. Oh. I don't like this out of this. Annette. Annette, a hungry Victorian orphan, discovers he's the hero the multiverse needs. The, uh, so that would be Oliver Twist then, right? Yeah. yeah, specifically the movie Oliver with an exclamation okay. point. Okay, yeah. Oliver. What was the second half of that, Dan? 
This uh, hungry Victorian orphan discovers he's the hero the multiverse needs. So multiverse. That sounds very Marvel. <laughs> Oliver Twister. <laughs> that is what my wife said when I asked this question. I was like, There's literally nothing in this clue that points to Twister. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It should have been. Dan, okay. we're just okay. writing these for you. All right. Okay. Well, what are the multiverse movies that have come out recently? There's Everything Everywhere All at Once. That does not fit into Oliver. Mm-hmm. There's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Doctor oh. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. Remember, when I say it's my favorite, it also means it's the worst. We know. <laughs> yes. Which is why you I said Oliver it's Twister. the hardest. I am not up on my multiverse movies. Oliverse. Oliver's Is there a movie that starts with a verse? Verse. <laughs> Superman. Uh, yeah, once again, we're like giving that nice silence. <laughs> ends in, a movie that ends in all or Ollie or Olive. No, I don't see anything there. Uh, I hate this, Dan. Why do I play this game? I don't know, but it's almost over. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's got that going for it. Inconceivable. It's almost over. I think it's a good tagline for you. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a, what I'm looking for. It would be as dumb as everything, Oliver, everywhere, all of That sounds like oh. that's reaching Everything, everywhere, all of her once? No. Okay, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Oh. I had all everything everywhere all at once, but I'm going to give it to you because they're both okay. terrible. They're both <laughs> terrible. That's what I had was everything everywhere all of us once. So it's also my answer. You know what? I, it was a bad question wow. that I loved, and so I'm I'm willing yeah. to take a, take a score. And I one. take it. You know it. We'll take it. It's not going to help, but we'll take it. <laughs> and yes, it was close in the end, but not close enough. Lex, give us the final scores. Dan, round five was a full scoring round, 30 points per team. Well so if you're doing the math at home, that means team two came in second place with 34 points, and team one won the day with 40. Oh, very, <laughs> very close. Hard fought, Where number one? Where number one? <laughs> oh, well fought. Minutes. Day, thank we you. Begin as number one, and we end as number one. <laughs> Should we not have bet everything? Probably. Thank you to all of my panelists. As a reminder, if you got ideas or comments about the game, you can send them to inconceivable at theincomparable.com. I've got some. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's emails get bounced, and then uh, we are technically still on Twitter. 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 Twitter at incon underscore But uh, let's be honest. Who's on Twitter these days anymore? And I want to, of course, thank our uh, scorekeeper, Lex Friedman. Thank you, everybody out there, for listening and tuning in. We'll see you next time. So long.